Well, there's a well-known caution in the world of stock market trading. Past performance isn't a guarantee of future returns. You always read it in the fine print of the marketing material. You hear it on the ads. But while relying too much on historical data can obviously be dangerous, it can also be useful. It uh, can provide insights into future market cycles and it can even assist local investors in minimizing the inherent volatility that is part of the ever-changing financial environment. Uh, Kamohelo Mosemi, who's a partnership manager at Ticmal, recently published an article referring to historical stock market data as a treasure trove of information. Uh, welcome to the show, Kamohelo. Great to chat again. Let's just delve a little bit into some of the key points that you raised, because I think it's really interesting for investors to understand that there is value in looking in the rearview mirror sometimes. Can you just provide some specific examples of historical patterns or trends that investors should be mindful of when making decisions in today's market environment? Uh, yes, 100%. And thanks very much for having me back again, Michael. It's a pleasure speaking to you. Um, and yes, one of the first things you hear in the world of investing uh, when you enter this industry is you should never use past performance as an indicator for you know what an asset is going to do in future. Um, but I still think, as you mentioned, and as I said in the article, that there's value to be drawn from past performance and past um, kind of data when looking at these things. Um, so understanding historical patterns. So for example, let's say from a risk assessment point of view, historical data can provide insights into how assets and markets and economic conditions have behaved in the past. And by studying these patterns, investors can then assess the risk associated with certain investments. And this can help with certain decision making. It can help um, them kind of assess which assets have shown resilience during economic downturns or assets that are historically volatile. Um, And this can in turn help with decision making. Um, So these patterns can inform investment decisions. Traders and investment then use historical data to identify potential, you know, entry and exit points and overarching kind of information like that. So I think there's definitely value to be taken from that point of view. Uh, Absolutely. And that is the the framework uh, from which we depart and talking about this. How can investors then differentiate between what is an enduring market pattern or something that's more like a short-lived anomaly in the historical data? Um, Again, I think this will come with continuous learning. Um, The global financial landscape is very dynamic. So it's, again, assessing historical patterns to kind of see where, you know, these kind of trends lie and what type of assets sort of behave in this format. But I think if you kind of just understand the basics in this front, then um, you can use historical data to educate yourself on that on that mm-hmm. it, you know it, it reminds me of that comment of mark twain history doesn't repeat itself but it often rhymes uh, which is uh, i think yep. maybe a more accurate version is that history doesn't repeat but people often do for better or for worse so yeah there, there is a lot of value to be inferred from uh, what has happened in the past you mentioned the importance of striking a balance between relying on historical data and acknowledging market unpredictability can you just elaborate on some practical strategies that investors can employ uh, to to achieve this uh, this balance here while managing all of this market uncertainty 100 percent. so i think you also need to understand where certain types of information will help you so in historical data you will kind of identify trends and you'll see patterns and those patterns will serve as a sort of guideline into you know helping you make an informed decision based on whatever it is you're assessing from an asset perspective and then obviously when you're going into more technical analysis um, you know whether it's data analysis or anything like that you can use specific tools which process you know amounts of historical data in a quick manner 
um, you identify trends, sorry, you look at correlations, you look at anomalies, and you can actually use technology to assist um, in this regard as well. And this is actually something that I'm trying to push. It's something that I heavily, heavily rely on. Data quality is also very important. So you need to make sure that your data is accurate and it's current and that you can kind of identify the correlations between, you know, what you're currently seeing in data mm. and whether it kind of, you know, relates to the sort of trends we've seen in the past. But I think it's really the most important thing. It's understanding how this data fits into your overall analysis and how to kind of yeah, structure it accordingly, so to speak. Yeah. On technology, could you just elaborate on specific technological tools or platforms that have proven effective in leveraging this historical data for investment decisions? Yeah, for sure. So for specific tools, I mean, there are a vast amount of tools that are available. I think the important types of tools would be, you know, your data analysis tools. Um, and again, as I mentioned, these are the ones that help you, you know, form trend lines. You see correlations and anomalies in certain invest- investments, you know, let's say, let's call them asset types, sorry. Um, you can also instill an element of machine learning and algorithmic trading into your into your strategies where you can analyze historical patterns and predict future market movements. From a trading platform point of view, um, you can use these to get real-time access to historical price data. Things like, you know, news feeds, technical indicators. So, you know, we used to use things like, you know, Iris and Bloomberg. Um, and these would enable us to make informed decisions because information is everything when it comes to trading. So, you know, things like Morningstar as well are also very reliable platforms um, which investors can use. You also need to think about risk assessment. So there are various risk management softwares that can calculate portfolio risk. And this is also, again, based on historical data. And this obviously helps with uh, the determination of optimal asset allocation and position sizes. Um, yeah, as far as, as far as which tools to use, there are definitely hundreds, um, depending on the type of investing that you're mm. looking into doing. Mm. I would definitely do their research. It, it, well, that's the thing. You, you've got to go out and actually do the research and really um, familiarize yourself with what's out there in the market. So on that basis, it does also sound quite technical. What caution should investors exercise when relying on a more tech-driven uh, approach to analysis? And how can they complement these tools with their own judgment? So the important thing when incorporating technology is to make sure you don't have an over-reliance of it. What I see people tend to do, you know, when you know, using technology and, you know, making decisions or anything to do with asset allocations or whatever it may be, is they rely on it without understanding underlying principles and risk. Mm. And this can be decision making. And this is why having that human element to be able to interpret the data and exactly kind of, you know, place, place the data in terms, you know, place it in context. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, then you'll make poor decisions regardless technology will not help you make informed decisions it cannot kind of make links between political factors um you know whatever other factors that might affect the stock um, or the value of a stock at a certain point in time also when it comes to market changes market conditions they can change um, and these can render historical patterns less relevant black swan events you know something like the ukrainian war for example yeah this is something you know, history can't teach us about. It's an unprecedented event. And so this is where you need to strike the balance between you're relying on technology and making sure you still use your judgment in, you know, making the right call. So it mm. definitely making sure you don't have an over, over-reliance on technology is very important. Uh, you know, so using it as a, a, a tool to augment what you already understand about the markets. Uh, and, and I guess you've got to manage your, your emotions and your biases as an investor as well. 
Um, yes, definitely. You do have to manage your emotions. And I mean, it goes both ways. You don't want to be overconfident. Um, you know, an investor can become overconfident when they observe a past success and believe they can predict future outcomes based on that success. And it can lead to excessive risk taking and excessive risk taking can also translate to excessive losses. So you need to manage that uh, from a confidence point of view. But then there's also confirmation bias. Um, investors tend to selectively interpret data to confirm their own beliefs or expectations. So it's very important not to go with a kind of preconceived idea of what the market is going to do or how it's going to behave based on your own opinion or biases. Um, and the most difficult one, in, in my personal opinion, is herd mentality. Um, we like to follow the crowd. Um, and again, this is always based on historical trends. So even when something isn't rational, we tend to want to do what everybody else is doing. And this always leads to bubbles and market inefficiencies. Yeah. So you always need to manage your emotional reactions based on these, these three factors, in my opinion. Um, you don't want to panic sell during a downturn. You don't want to do, you know, make any kind of impulsive decision, you know, to that front. And I think if you just look at the uh, the the collapse of transaction capital, um, we've we've recently seen the resignation of David Hurwitz, the CEO, and um, I think there's a lot of research that goes into this by skilled fund managers. And even then, I think there's so much luck involved, good and bad luck. Uh, so it's best not to assume too much skill in your own uh, ability to understand where those blind spots are, augmented with the technology, as you say, and understand the history, and then combine all of that together. Um, and even then, you might get hit by a black swan, but still very interesting, Kamakhelo, uh, to just have a look at the the value that does sit in understanding historical patterns when it comes to investing and trading here on Classic Business. Take care.